Welcome to the Viral Solutions Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about the fact that Google is going to phase out third-party cookies by 2022. So we're going to discuss, as a reminder, what role do cookies play? What's the difference between first, second, and third-party cookies? What challenges does a cookie-less future hold? And how to adapt? <coughs> the world of digital marketing, marketing as a whole, and advertising is currently going through a rapid transformation. Just when you think you've finally caught up, there's another curveball. And that's that Google is set to phase out support for third-party cookies by 2022. This was announced in January 2020. So they're giving website owners and marketers adequate time to transition to a cookie-less future. Now that there is less than a year left, until it's implemented, it's critical that we look ahead to its potential impact. But first, if you're not familiar with what a cookie is on a website, let's talk about the role that they play. Whenever a user visits a website for the first time, sometimes they'll encounter a pop-up window that asks for permission to use cookies. Clicking agree means the user consents to the collection and use of their data. But what does that mean? Cookies are bits of code that are placed on a user's browser when they visit a website. And it usually contains two categories of information the website that was visited, and a generated unique user ID. Now some cookies may be able to capture more information from a user's browsing activity, which is why many websites give the option to personalize one's cookie settings. For instance, cookies can capture Key information such as items added to a shopping cart, uh, browser language preferences, time zones, things like that. And this data is used for personalized advertisement targeting. That's the primary reason for it. The information that's captured from a cookie can be used by advertisers to understand consumer behaviors and preferences. For business owners, cookies are a great opportunity. With them, you can craft a more personalized experience for your web users. Have you ever seen an ad about something you were searching the web for on an unrelated website? You can thank the cookie that's on your device. And according to Statistica, 40% of users only consent to mandatory cookies. Meanwhile, 
10% never consent and only 12% consent to all of them. But this is just scratching the surface in terms of examining what cookies do. To fully understand the impact of a cookie-less future, we must drill into the different types of cookies that are currently in use. What's the difference between a first, second, and a third party cookies? Well, that's a category for cookies. It's important to point out that since Google is to phase out third party cookies, let's look at the difference between first, second, and third party. First party cookies refer to the codes that are created and stored by the website owner or within the domain visited by the web user. Typically, website owners use cookies to collect visitor data to remember their preferences or for analytics or to deliver a more personalized web experience. A perfect example of a site that uses first-party cookies is Amazon. They rely on data collected by cookies to deliver a personalized shopping experience. They use it to provide relevant product recommendations. Like, you bought this, you might be interested in that. For website owners that employ this type of cookie, there's good news. Google is not phasing out first-party cookies or all cookies. Second-party cookies involve the buying or sharing of data collected from a quote-unquote trusted partner. The partner is responsible for collecting the data through the first party then data is sold or shared to another. An example of this is when a user visits an airline's website to book a flight. The airline company's website cookies will collect the user data. Flight destination, data flight, things like that. The airline website can then share that data with their partner, like a hotel website, for example. Then the hotel can use the collected data from the cookies to place personalized ads, such as discount hotel bookings at the user's travel destination. Google is not phasing out second party cookies either. So that leaves the last type, third party cookies. Third party cookies collect data via a script. They are used to observe consumer behaviors and serve ads that are relevant, even if users visit other sites across the web. Let's go back to Amazon as an example. If users go to Amazon to search for or shop certain products, they will find similar ads for those products on other websites. Simply put, this type of cookie is used for cross-site tracking. Advertisers 
use it to attain wider audience profiling or to deliver targeted advertising. It's the third-party cookies that Google aims to phase out by 2022. What challenges does a cookie-less future hold? With the pending implementation of cookie-less future, it gives rise to a whole new set of challenges for marketers and business owners. So let's tackle the issues that will inevitably come up because third-party cookie elimination, in our opinion, is just the start. The first challenge of a cookie-less future is personalization is going to be more difficult. The primary motivation for using third-party cookies was to gather data that would be critical in offering personalization to web users. So without cookies, is personalization even possible? That's a valid concern, and it's one that has marketers looking ahead into the cookie-less future. Without the data about user behaviors and preferences, it will certainly be difficult, although not impossible, to predict how users will interact with a certain website or domain. Number two of the challenges of a cookie-less future. Third-party audiences are going to diminish. Once the cookies expire following the phasing out of third-party cookies by Google, any information that advertisers and marketers have about the audience will no longer be usable on the Google platform. That means you have to develop a new plan to generate prospects, especially when it comes to collecting data about your target audience. But it's not just collecting data that presents a challenge here. Aggregating data using other tools and methods will be more difficult as well. Number three of the challenges of a cookie-less future. Audience targeting is going to be less reliable. In a data-driven marketing landscape, you need data to be able to identify who your target audience is. And targeting is also integral in optimizing your use of resources to increase conversions. In a cookie-less future, marketers and business owners will need to work twice as hard to collect information to identify their audience. So how do you adapt to this cookie-less future? Google's phasing out of third-party cookies will undoubtedly add even greater complexity to advertising for business owners. But that doesn't mean you should panic. It just means you need to start introducing new methods and approaches that go beyond cookies in your marketing strategy. Most websites have their own analytics tools 
outside of such cookies. And that's where you should invest your time and effort moving forward. Data compiled from your own sources can provide you with adequate insights to understand and predict user behavior. In fact, marketers in the U.S. claim they are shifting their focus towards first-party data. This is one aspect of data collection that's overlooked, declared data. But what is declared data? It's data that is given freely by customers through direct interaction. Consumers are also more open to the idea of providing their data in exchange for a more personalized experience. The use of AI chatbots is one of the best techniques you can employ to hedge the phasing out of third-party cookies. By engaging with your audience, you're forging trust and relationships. And when there is a relationship, they are more willing to provide their information to you since they have established trust with you. Another suggestion is to amp up your email marketing. Many people think email marketing is dead. It's absolutely not. It's often swept under the rug in a sea of other fancier and more original and fun marketing tactics. But it has an ROI of 4,000% on average. There is no reason why business owners and marketers shouldn't be investing their time and resources to improve and streamline their email marketing. Email marketing allows you to nurture your customer relationships. Plus, it's a very intimate form of communication. You can collect customer data through opt-ins. You can even segment your audience to deliver a more personalized experience for them. The next tip is to make sure you ensure their first party cookies are fully compliant. You might need to ramp up your consent management solutions when it comes to implementing first party cookies. There should be no gray areas. You need to clearly define for your audience how your data is processed and the ways that you protect them. Clear communication is one way you can establish their trust. If you're using second party data, it might be high time for you to tap into tech leaders and publishers to get your hands on second party data. As mentioned previously, <coughs> this is an underutilized type of cookie and it's very promising. Google themselves, they're a great example of this. They share the data with their network of sites like the Google Display Network, Google Search, and YouTube. That's how they use second-party data. We highly recommend it.
Here's our final thoughts. Because Google is set to phase out third-party cookies within the year, it's time for you to prepare. If a cookie-less future is coming, there's going to be hurdles to data collection and audience segmentation. However, it's heralding new data collection techniques that will be more compliant with existing data privacy laws to ensure that consumer data is protected. At the same time, it prompts business owners like you, as well as marketers like me, to implement pre-add tech tactics to let you connect with your audience at a more human level. If you want some help with all of this, that's why we're here. And where you should start is by requesting a free marketing audit. At Viral Solutions, we're committed to seeing you succeed. The reason we exist is because we believe we can double your business with proven marketing strategies. The Viral Solutions podcast is where you stay up to speed in the ever-changing world of marketing.